Hey, it's Charlie. Welcome to Softball Nation Podcast. Today, Ali, Ava, Christina, and I, who are current female student athletes, talked about confidence. Allie strokes out and she doesn't even look like she's upset. I just decided that I need to become unflappable. You don't have to feel a certain way to compete. I thought I would take our conversation to an expert, Brian Kane, an esteemed mental performance coach. Here's what he had to say on the topic of confidence in female athletes. I think that that female student athletes, especially, and, and males athletes do it too, is I think that confidence is a feeling. And what I would encourage them to think is that confidence is not something that I get. It's something that I do and I create by my actions and I create confidence. I do confidence with my body language, my focus and my self-talk. And if your body language is big and Amy Cuddy talks about this in her great book, Presence, if my focus is locked in on what I can control and my self-talk is positive and my self-talk is productive and it's telling me what I want to do instead of what I want to avoid, I'm going to compete with more confidence. So that's probably the biggest mistake and pitfall I've seen of the female athlete is they think they have to feel a certain way to compete a certain way. And what they want to learn, it goes back to what we kind of started with earlier about be comfortable being uncomfortable and realize that you can act different than how you feel. Acting different than how you feel is a strategy. And I remember it was probably 2002. I'm at Cal State Fullerton and I'm studying under Ken Revisa. In Arizona, University of Arizona, and their great coach, Mike Candrea, is playing at Cal State Fullerton. And I remember wa- observing and listening to a conversation that Ken Revisa and Mike Candrea were having. And he says to me, is, is, if you've ever heard Ken Revisa talk, Brian, Brian, you got any questions for, for Coach Candrea? And I had been listening to their conversation. And I said, Coach Candrea, I never realized that you coached baseball. He had won a national championship as a junior college baseball coach at Central Arizona and then got into coaching softball. And I said, what's the biggest difference between coaching male and female, men and women? And he said, something I'll never forget. And it has played out to be so true in my, my coaching career. Is he said, men are about ego, women are about emotion. He said, guys have to play good to feel good. Women have to feel good to play good. Now that we know that confidence can be created, I asked my peers to talk about some strategies they're using. One of the things that I found really interesting like what resonated with me is like how he said, you don't have to feel a certain way to compete. And kind of what you said, Charlie, it's just the strategy of acting different than how you feel. And I think that's just like a good reminder to having your mind during the game is that it's regardless of how you feel. It's just what you do in competing. And eventually you just portray that confidence and eventually that feeling will come through and that will go in the game and help you. One thing that I was talking to my dad about, actually, we both listened to the podcast. And he said, say you feel really good that day and you're going into warm-ups before your game and you make a lot of mistakes and then you start to feel down. So how does that play out when you originally felt really good? It doesn't always mean you play good because say you do make a couple mistakes, then how does that impact how you feel afterwards and when you go into your game? What Brian's saying is there's going to be days where we don't feel our best. and Maybe that's because we didn't have a good warm-up, but we have to find ways to make ourselves believe that we're confident, even when we don't really feel it. Okay. So a couple years back, I was having a really good game and I was doing well, getting put outs and um, making plays, all that nature. So I was doing very good that game. 
I was having a good day overall. So I ended up striking out that game. And one of my teammates says to my dad at that point, she said, Allie strikes out and she doesn't even look like she's upset. Like she doesn't even look mad at herself. And the thing my dad said back to her really resonated with me. And it's something that I try and carry with me when I play and just in everyday life. He said, Allie's a part of this team because even if she strikes out, she knows that the girls that she surrounds herself with, they're going to be there to help build her up and they have her back. If Allie strikes out, the next girl in line is going to have her back and she's going to do the best that she possibly can to help the team. And that's what I just, I think is really awesome about a team atmosphere. When a bunch of women are on the same energy level and they're emotionally connected, it just makes the atmosphere so electric and that promotes confidence between everyone on the team. And it can be from laughing, smiling, you have your head held high, you're cheering each other on. And I think that's where confidence really comes from. I think that's a great example of ways that we can prevent a certain negative emotion from dictating our confidence. Do you guys have any other stories around maybe where self-talk or body language, confident body language, something like that has helped you feel confident even when, or help you look confident at least, even when you didn't feel it? So it was my first tournament playing for the glory, and I've always wanted to play for the glory since I was probably like 10, maybe younger. We were in the championship game, and it was raining like crazy. And I just remembered that, like, I felt power and that I wanted it more than anything. And I just decided that I need to become unflappable, which is the way that on the outside, I look unfazed to anything that comes at me. Like if somebody hits a home run or if we're giving up out, I was focused on my execution of pitches and my spins. And I was just talking myself through it and talking myself through each pitch and making sure that my body language on the outside would be like everything's fine on the inside, even though inside my emotions were going crazy, but I made sure that I narrowed down and I focused on what I had to do. So my story, it's not a specific game, but it's how, like, how we've been staying home during this whole COVID thing. So, like, some days during the week, I won't be as motivated. I don't want to go outside or work out or whatever it is. And when I feel like this, I my method is really just, like, thinking of your role models or your favorite players, like Chis Bates or Rachel Garcia, and thinking about they might have bad days, too, but they don't like, let that get to them, and they still do what they love. I use that method. And another example is like kind of similar to what Ali said is having your teammates hold you accountable. And for example, me and Charlie, like every week we've been hitting every day. And some days I don't really feel like it, but I do it because my teammate Charlie, like I want to be there for her. She wants to be there for me. So those two methods really help. And during game days, like something Brian mentioned was Amy Cuddy and like the power pose method which I really enjoy, which is like what we talked about earlier is portraying confidence through the power pose or just having a routine before I hit, like fixing my gloves or whatever it is just to fix the body language. Definitely like your teammates holding you accountable, looking to your role models to hold you accountable kind of in the same way. Brian's overarching theme was let's not depend on our emotions to give us confidence. Do you guys agree with that? I think it'll be really important to make sure that you have a strategy to feel confident and because our emotions can be 
crazy. Like one day you can be feeling good. You can feel confident. And one day you can just not want to get out of bed. You can just not want to be playing that day. And I think having a strategy that can turn it on and off, but mainly on, is going to be really helpful. Um, there's one thing that I wanted to share. Um, and it, it is a strategy for um, deriving your confidence, not only from your emotion. When I step onto the field and I don't feel so confident and I'm not in the right frame of mind, the thing that I personally do is I get myself back into my routine, whether that's my throwing routine, whether it's when I am going up to bat and I fix my gloves the same way every time and I do my routine with my bat where I make a little cross symbol if you're religious. It's totally personal what you do, and it's familiar to you. So that's a way for you to feel comfortable. So that's what I like to do when I don't feel as confident as I would like to. And it just gets me back in the zone, and that's how I get to put my shoulders back and my chin up because I'm comfortable in that spot when I'm doing my own routine. I love that, Allie. I think you make a great point. It's so important to have those little routines, your walk-up routine, your pre-pitch routine in the field, your failure recovery routine, all of these things that we practice every game, you know, they're comfortable for us. They're familiar. And um, in turn, those can be great strategies to uh, create that confidence. I am so grateful for these talented players for sharing their strategies and stories with me around confidence. I think confidence today is more important than ever, given the issue of this pandemic, because there is now this added layer of anxiety. As a community, it's my hope that we can come together to make each other more confident when we step back on the field. I'd love to hear your own stories and strategies around confidence in the comments below. Thanks for listening.